welcome to the Well and Wealthy podcast with your host, Alicia McPherson. Welcome back to another episode. As promised on this love note, we're going to talk about the creation of my business. I am just so proud. I said in a post the other day that I am my own biggest cheerleader and I believe we all need to be our own biggest cheerleaders. When I create something, I am so proud of it. I'm proud of myself. I'm proud of the creation. I'm proud of the idea. Like I am my own biggest cheerleader. And I think we need more of that in the world where we're just boosting ourselves up and we're being kinder to ourselves and we're respecting ourselves and we're just being proud of ourselves because it's very common as ambitious, high-performing women, we're always thinking about what's next, right? What's the next thing? And we judge and we compare and, and we think what we have is not good enough and we didn't do enough. And we get into this lack, this not enough mindset. And so something that I really worked on in the last few years is being proud of myself and really owning that and being my own biggest cheerleader and, and just proud of everything that I accomplished. Like when I, when I launched this podcast, I cried. Like I was so proud of myself that I sat down and I recorded those two episodes and then I edited them myself. I got the music myself. I put it on the platforms myself. I shared it to Spotify and Apple. Like I was just so proud of myself that I cried. And that's the energy that I want to bring forward as a high-performing woman, as a woman, as everybody, right? As an entrepreneur to really be proud of our accomplishments and be proud of what we've built and the growth that we've had and the potential that we're moving into. It's so important to recognize your achievements and show gratitude and appreciation for them or else you're just constantly running this race of wanting more. Nothing is ever good enough. We're comparing ourselves to other people and that's, you know, that's not a fun way to live. So today's episode is me being proud of the business that I I created. And I've been able to, in the last four years, um, I've been doing my McPherson method, my, my weight loss program. That was actually two and a half years into it before I made my first million in a calendar year. And it was just so such a moment. I had always said that I wanted to be a millionaire before 30. This was something that I would joke about. Family would would say things and I'd be like, I'm going to be a millionaire by 30. I'm going to have a million dollar business by 30. And it was said with such like, haha, you know, like, yeah, right. Energy. And people would receive it. Like my parents would receive it with like, yeah, sure. Kind of energy. I just, I wasn't intense about it. I just kind of laughed and joked and imagined. You know when you're you're in that dreamlike like state and you're just imagining what is possible? That's how I was with that. And what's so cool is the night before I turned 30, I crossed 1 million in 12 months. And wow, it was such a feeling because back in um October, November, I asked my mentor, I said, you know, I really, I've wanted this goal for a long, like I, I've had this intention for a while and I kind of joked about it before, but I feel like it it could possibly happen. What do you think? And he's, he said, it's such a stretch right now. Why don't we make the goal million before you turn 31 million? Well, you're 30. I'm like, okay, that's cool. It can be a little more realistic. So it was that, that much of a stretch that no one thought it was possible. And then the night of my 
last night of being 29 years old, we hit it. So in this podcast, I want to talk about the journey to creating a seven-figure wellness business because it's a big deal and it's something that I'm really proud of. And it just shows my evolution of, of what I've created and who I've become. Because in the last episode, I talked to you about my journey on losing weight. And that's really what started this whole entrepreneurship. I, I, I didn't have any control over my hormones. My metabolism was a hot mess. I was just, you know, stressed all the time, irritable. I had no control over my body, which led me to naturopathic medicine, going through school and then going deeper into female hormones, female physiology, nervous system regulation, stress response, starting a protocol, like creating, not even starting. I, I bought so many programs and so many, worked with so many people who were weight loss people and nothing was working. So I created my own protocol and it worked amazing. And so then I started teaching other people and it was working amazing. So the business end up, ended up growing from that place of me not knowing what was going on with my body to wanting to create something for myself and then turning that into a million dollar business. And it just blows my mind. So it's all part of that evolution of me <laughs> and me moving into my highest potential. And that's been a big part of my, my, my vision is moving into my highest potential. What is my highest potential? What is the highest version of myself? And every day I want to move closer and closer to that. I want to become this woman that's deeper, more evolved, um, who, who understands and connects on a deeper level. So in this podcast, I'm just going to walk you through some of the big, the big moments that helped me create my business and what took to get me to where I am. So basically started it was called a HIMSA Health, my, my weight loss program at the beginning. And I started it because this protocol was working for me. So I started teaching other people what I was doing. And I would launch it to my Facebook page. And basically Kirk's friends and family bought. <laughs> and I love them so much. And if you're listening to this and you were the first person to buy my, my HIMSA Health weight loss program, I love you. I'm so grateful for you. It was his family that just kept buying it at the beginning and it was $65 or something crazy. And they just kept buying it. And I was so grateful. And the first launch I made $300 and I was just so excited. Like in my mind, $300 meant infinite possibilities. And so I ran that program. I perfected it. I, I, I got better at it. And then I ran it again. And the second time I made a thousand dollars and I think it was maybe $99 at the time or hundred, something like that. And I remember texting my sister and saying, I just made a thousand dollars with this online program. I, I was over the moon. I was so excited. Like I'm, I'm even emotional just sitting here thinking about it. It was such a moment. And my sister's like, that's, that's great. But like, that's not really a lot of money. And for me, I wasn't thinking about that well to me a thousand dollars at the time when you're $120,000 in debt <laughs> that was a lot of money so I just saw the possibility if I can make a thousand dollars imagine what I could do with this and that feeling was so expansive and not only was I making the money but I was helping people and I was seeing the transformation I was getting incredible feedback back from clients like wow it was just so incredible so after that I decided to start building kind of a social media presence because I wasn't 
I wasn't really on Instagram. I had Facebook and I only launched this program to my current friends and family on Facebook. That's it. So people bought either from Kirk, Kirk's family, my partner's family, or people that had maybe known me from from playing soccer or, or as a CrossFit coach. So I started building my social media presence and I was petrified. I was so scared. The first Instagram posts I had done before this, I wasn't even marketing my business, were yoga poses. Yoga poses. And the flying eagle was the very first pose that I did. And I just had this cute little quote with it. And I posted it and I threw my phone onto the couch and ran outside. I was that scared. I was petrified. What would people think? What would they think of me? Would they misunderstand me? Would they judge me? What would my family think? All of the thoughts. Am I good enough? I'm not even good enough at this pose. People can do it without, you know, the stories that we tell. But some part of me was like, do it anyway. I think I almost call these little personalities in my body. They're like alter selves. Like I think there's a part of us, our our fear self that really works to keep us safe. And I think that this part of ourselves is really important. I love the fear part of my myself. It keeps me safe. It keeps me grounded. It helps me see things that maybe my dreamlike state doesn't necessarily see. But I also want to acknowledge that it is a part of me. And at that time, although the fear part of me was screaming to just stay small, stay quiet, you don't need to do this. You don't need to post. Like you're going to embarrass yourself. The fear is screaming. But there's also a part of me, maybe it was the the higher self. Maybe it was my dream state. Something was a little bit stronger. And that's been a huge thing in building my business is there's a part that's a little bit stronger, a little bit more powerful than the fear, or sometimes a little bit more rational than the fear because fear can be quite dramatic, (laughs) especially my fear. My fear is like, it's the end of the world. We are going to blow up. You do this. Do not do this. This is bad. That's my fear. My fear is very dramatic, but my dreamline like stake state was probably a little bit more vision based, a little bit more of possibilities of let's just do it and see. And so after that first post where I posted, I ran out the door and I just sat outside and I was like, oh, the world didn't end. I'm still standing. And I started to get comfortable with posting on Instagram. Again, this was just yoga poses at the time. There was no information. It was just quotes. And so over time, I I started to do Facebook lives or Facebook videos. And let me tell you, this was so embarrassing. I would film for hours, sometimes four hours. I would put makeup on that I didn't wear. I would brush my hair. I'd set the camera up in this tiny little dark, grungy basement apartment that we lived in. I would set this camera up and I would film for four hours to get a two minute video. And at the end of those four hours, I was most likely crying. I was incredibly defeated. I was embarrassed and I was very irritable. So by the time Kirk got home, I was just a hot mess. Not okay, but I would post it and it would take so long to post. And then I would be very embarrassed. I wouldn't be able to watch it. I was ashamed. Like I sat, I felt like I sounded like an idiot. I still have those videos. I, I still can't watch them because I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. My eyes are like looking off in the corner. Anyway, I wanted to tell you this stuff because I think a lot of us get rooted in fear and we don't take action. Or we think that like you look at where I am now and you think that this is where I started. And it's not 
I started in the embarrassing muck of like kind of pathetic <laughs> pathetic just trying it energy and over time you get better and over time it improves and I know even starting this podcast I've talked on live videos in front of thousands of people but for some reason doing this podcast where I'm not talking to anybody right now it's weird and it's awkward and I'm gonna get better at this and I know the first few are gonna be mucky and maybe the sound quality isn't perfect maybe I say um too much maybe I stumble maybe my mouth gets dry I'm going to learn but I'm so committed to that I'm committed to my potential and my potential means that every day I'm going to improve and I'm going to get better and, and things are going to, to feel better and sound better. But I have to know that right now where I am, it's gotta be enough right now has to be enough because if I always have in my head that it's not good enough, I'm never going to take action on anything that I want to do. So I've anchored into right now in this moment. Yes, I might do something super silly and stupid and embarrassing, but I've got to be okay with that. And I've got to trust that my potential is coming and I'm going to improve. And this has been a core thing in my business all along because it, those videos from four, five, six, five, four, four years ago, four years ago are pretty embarrassing. Like I, I'll take a screenshot when I see them, but I scroll right on through because I sound stupid. <laughs> and I love the Alicia that jumped on that camera full of fear, full of doubt, full of like, I'm not good enough and did it anyway, because that's the attitude that got me to where I am. This persistence of I'm going to make this work. I'm going to get there. I'm committed. I am fiercely persistent. I am fiercely committed. It's going to happen. And now we're here. So after those launches, when I, when I made the thousand dollars, the amazing thousand dollars, I decided that I had used and marketed to my friends and family, and there was no one else in my audience. So I wanted audience growth. I wanted to know how to build this business. So I looked and, and set the intention. I was going to find my, my first mentor. I wanted a mentor because I've always believed if you want something, go find the person that's doing what you're doing and work with them, get as close to them as possible. Let them guide and help you. Right. That's been a, a core thing. I, I guess I grew up as a competitive athlete. I played soccer. And for me, it was with, with training. You just don't do it yourself. You put in the reps yourself, but you go and get the coaches, the best coaches and learn from them and grow from them and be in those environments. So I've always been been conditioned to do that when I was playing soccer we went to the best academies and we found the best coaches so that I could learn from the best. And so in my business, it was no different. Who, who is the best? Who is the one that can help guide me? I had no money at the time. I was $120,000 in debt. And I didn't even know that because I was avoiding my student loan bills. <laughs> Maybe that's a story for another time, but I was around $120,000 in debt. I was still in school, but I was graduating that May and I had decided that I was going to find a mentor and through some friends, I was recommended this person and didn't follow them at all on social media, didn't take any of their courses, just signed up for a call and on the call, just talked with her, her sales rep and she's like, what's your goal? I'm like, I'd love to make a thousand dollars a month consistently. And she laughs at me and she's like, that's it. I'm like, oh, 
thousand dollars a month. Oh my gosh, that would be amazing. So she really had to pull it out of me to set a goal for 5k months. And she told me the price of the program. And I said, I'm in, I had no money. I had a credit card limit of a thousand dollars. I had, I don't know, $300 maybe in my checking account. Like I had nothing. Everything was going to student loans, rent, food. I had nothing. So I got home and I said to Kirk, what's your credit limit? And it was like, I don't know, it could have been 10, 15, 20. I forget what it was. I said, I'm going to put this on your credit card. Okay. And he said, okay. And that was it. There was no conversation other than I'm going to do this. And my belief in myself, right? I fully believed in myself. And I know a lot of times we have to find ways to create money. And I think we have a hard time finding ways to create money because we don't believe in ourselves. Right? But my belief in myself, Kirk obviously believed in me too. If I am so convicted that I convinced that I can do this and I came to him with that energy of like, I can do this. We can figure it out. Let's do this. Can you see this big dream, this big possibility? He's like, sure. So I used his credit card and I put the payment on his credit card. We eventually used student loans to pay it off. And I got my first mentor where I started learning about marketing and sales and programs and audience growth and all the, the key pillars needed to build a business. And I went all in. Now I was just graduating from school. So I finished school the May, uh, May, and I started the mentorship in May. And at the same time, I was studying for my licensing exams. And if you know anything about licensing exam exams for MPLEX, yeah, it's a nightmare. So I was spending most of my days that that was my priority to study, study, study so that I could be a licensed naturopathic doctor. And then at the end of my day, I was spending an hour, sometimes two hours learning business stuff. And I did this all summer studied priority and then secondary build business, post on social media, start building my audience. Now, by the time August came around, I, I wrote the exam and then I went full speed into my business. Every day, that was the commitment. Learn, integrate, amplify. So learn the material that I needed, sales, marketing, strategy, mindset. I got really strong on my relationship with, with money. That's why I mentioned in the, that first love note that I'm going to talk about money and I'm going to talk about wealth and I'm going to talk about success. And I, I, I'm going there. I'm going there with you because I think it's important. And my relationship with money has changed everything for me. What I thought was this dirty, shameful, you know, greedy, rich, like rich topic that no one wants to talk about. I, I, I started having a really good relationship with money, with wealth, with abundance, with receiving, with giving, and it changed everything for me. So I want to go there with you too, whether you are an entrepreneur, whether you're, you're a health practitioner, whether you're, you are in a, a career, whether you're a stay-at-home mom, like it doesn't matter. Your relationship with money matters. And I want to have these conversations. So if it triggers you right now, it's okay to take a step back and only tap in for the health stuff. But if you want to be here through this, I am so excited to guide you through this because I've learned so much around money wounds. Because a lot of times our, our wounds with money are often our wounds with ourselves. If we don't feel um if we don't feel open to receiving money. We feel like a little guilty, we feel ashamed, we feel like lack with money. We often feel that way with ourselves. We're not able to properly receive. We don't feel we're good enough. We don't feel worthy. We have a hard time connecting with it. So I find it, it does 
correlate with different areas of our life. So I'm ready to go there with you if you're ready. If not, that's okay, but I'm going there, especially in this episode. <laughs> so invested in this first mentor, went through and started learning everything that I could around these core pillars of business. I got a rock solid mindset. I started to be open to receiving money. I started to get really good with my clients and, and social media. And so as I'm learning, I'm integrating. It's not just about learning the information. I think a lot of people do this is they just take all these courses and just learn, learn, absorb. But what I did was I started producing twice, three, five times more than I was consuming. I would consume something and then I would integrate it almost immediately. Big thing. I took action almost immediately. I didn't just let it absorb in my brain. I absorbed and then integrated. And then once it was working, I amplified. So with this, it took me about eight months to, to make my first 10K month. And then four months after that, I had my first 20K month. And that is when I decided I was going to have my, my first private mentor. And this person had been, had been someone I, I had been following for quite a while. And I really wanted to work with them. And at the end of their emails, it would say, if you're making 20K months, reply and uh, apply to work with me in my, my mentorship. Anyway, so I would see that email when I was making zero months, zero K months, five K months, 10 K months. I would see that, that email and be like, okay, when I have my first 20 K month, I will be hiring them. I will be in this container and it's going to be incredible. So eventually I had my first 20 K month, but at that time that mentor had left their company and they were starting a new thing. And it was almost like perfect timing hit my first 20 K month. And there was an email that had come out from them saying, I've started my own thing. If you want private mentorship, apply here, making 20K months. And I was over the moon. I still remember being on a walk in my field and, and typing out the application to them and wanting to just nail it and wanting them to pick me so bad to work with them because I just knew that this was going to be a life-changing decision for me. And I ended up making it through the application and I got on a call with them and I had all these credit cards lined up. I had no idea how much it was going to cost, but I didn't care. I was doing this because I knew that this decision was going to just catapult me to a new level. And so I had all of Kirk's credit cards in front of me because I still had that 1K limit. Yes, I had the 1K limit. So I had all these credit cards in front of me and he, he told me the price and I'm like, I can get this. I have this. I have this in my bank account. I have this number. And I said, I'm just going to, I'm going to struggle with getting it to you. I'm going to have to use a few different cards. Is that okay? So, yep, no problem. So I get off the phone and I go and ask my parents. I'm like, okay, I've got this much. I've got it all in my bank account. I can send it to you immediately, but I need credit cards. And so my family came together, my mom, my dad, Kirk. I'm like so emotional talking about this because just people's belief in you, right? When you believe in yourself so much, there's this like, confidence and the certainty, this like energy of, of course, of course, this is going to happen. It changes everything because the people around you fall in line too. They're like, of course, look at how confident she is. She can do this. And so then they're helping you out. They're supporting you. They're, they're giving you their credit cards so that you can make this massive payment. It was around 20 a USD, $20,000 USD. It was everything that I had in my bank account. And I just knew that this one decision, I remember saying to my mom, like, this one decision is going to change everything. 
And so when I made the payment, I was mile was ear to ear. I was so excited about what was to come and what we were going to create. And like, it was just full magic in my body. This is also the thing when you're investing, you want to feel that you want to feel that energy of anything and everything is possible. If I had gone into either of these big investments with doubt, with like, what if I fail? What if this doesn't work? What if, of course, those are sneaky little thoughts, but they don't rule the show. The thoughts that rule my show are like, what if this works out? And I like, I double, triple five times what I'm making right now. What if I'm able to impact thousands of people? Like, what if this possibility is so big that it brings you to tears just thinking about it? That's the energy that I invest in. That's the energy that gets me the success because I approach everything with that energy. I'm not doing things because I think, oh, what if this doesn't work? I'm going to try it, but what if it doesn't work? My energy is, I'm going to try this and what if this works? And sometimes it doesn't, but a lot of times it does. And that energy is expansive. That energy is so explosive. So that's what I have when I approach mentorship. So with this next mentorship, we just worked on amplifying everything. I built so much momentum in my business. I was really working on my social media. I was working on my strategy. My energy was getting better. And so I was doing everything on, on my own at this point. And I had a pretty full schedule. It was actually very, very, very full. I was working 60 hours a week, but I loved it. I loved every second of it. And throughout the time, we eventually hit 50K months and then went on to hit our first six-figure month. Um, before I started to, to think, well, 50K months, I started to think about a team. And so at that point, it was about building a team and how can we grow and amplify and scale that way. So that has been my journey. And it's been just so incredible to, to think about the decisions that I made four years ago. It's been four years since I officially officially started. And the decisions that I made to get me to this place. And people always ask, what is, what are the, what are the um, qualities? Like what really makes you successful? And the big thing that comes through me is this persistence. And even in the weight loss space, it's persistence. You're not giving up on your goals, right? You might fail, but you fail forward. You fail and everything that you do is feedback and you move forward and you grow and you evaluate and you grow and you move to your potential. And you're just so fiercely persistent a little bit obsessed <laughs> and you're just fierce with what, what you want and calling that in. So for me, it's been about integrating it. Did you have to, did I have to spend money on, on mentors in order to get here? No, but I, I do believe it got me here a lot quicker because I went to the people that knew what they were doing, had built their own successful business and had had the tools and knowledges that, that I wanted. Plus I liked their energy. This is also important. I really loved everybody that I worked with. We just got along really well. And so that helped move me a lot quicker. And then it was this fierce persistence to learn. Like I'm looking at my business and seeing what can get better. Everything is amazing as it is. And what can get better? I just spent the last six months in my health business working on client experience, right? What is the client experience? How can I improve that? Even if I improve it, like two, three, four, or 5%, it's going to make a huge difference in how my clients come into my world and how they view the experience. Like, I really care about that. I care about their success so much. I care about how they view the program. I care about the results. It all matters. And so everything that I do, I approach it with this fierce persistence that it will get better. I will approve. It's amazing as it is, and it will improve. 
So that was the journey to building my business. I really focused on one core offer. Like I saw this potential in McPherson method. I love the program. The results that we were getting were amazing. So I wanted to amplify it. I made my, my core module, my core program, my main focus. And it wasn't until probably a year ago that I decided to start working with wellness practitioners too. I, I saw this vision, like your vision is so important right? If you have a really strong vision, you're going to be able to create the steps in order to create that. So my vision for McPherson method at the time was to support the health of high achieving women so that they can run at the pace they wanted to go. I was seeing these high achieving women just succumb to burnout, not feeling confident in their bodies, struggling with exhaustion, and they were sacrificing their, their careers, their businesses because they couldn't keep up. And so I wanted to support their health. So they had the energy, mental clarity, the confidence, the way that they felt in their body to feel, look, perform like a super boss. I wanted that. So that's what, that was my first big vision for McPherson method. When I started working with health and wellness practitioners, I wanted health and wellness practitioners to make a lot of money because when you make money, when they make money, you're making money to help other people live healthier lives. Like what? The ripple effect of that? You can't even feel that. It, it, it It's so big. It's huge. How many people benefit when health and wellness practitioners really start succeeding? Our world is so sick. Our world is so metabolically unfit. It's sad. Our world is so triggered. We're so burnt out. We've got so much nervous system regulation, dysregulation happening. When we can get the visibility to increase of alternative health and wellness practitioners, the entire world will change. And this is something that I'm so passionate about, which what was which is which is what. <laughs> got me to working with health and wellness practitioners too. So the vision is big. And now, right now where I'm in my business, where we're making multi six figures a month, I'm looking at what is the bigger vision. I want McPherson method to be massive. I want everyone to have this because I truly believe in the way of eating and in the way of living so that we can perform at our best, at our best. And then I also have this big vision for the health and wellness or the, the mentorship space and helping these practitioners amplify their, their, their reach, help them reach more people, increase their visibility, build their audiences so that they can also create wildly successful businesses. So thank you so, so much for listening today. It is an honor. I hope this story resonated with you. Maybe gave you some motivation, maybe helped you see what it took to, to get me to this place. I'm so excited for my future growth. And I'm also so grateful for, for the Alicia that, that did it, that posted that first yoga pose on Instagram that took four hours to film that two minute video that launched things. Although she was so scared. I am, I am so proud of her. I'm so proud of her. I'm so grateful for her because although the fear was there, she grabbed its hand and we walked through it and we just continued to do bolder, fiercer things in that pursuit of vision, the success that she wanted. So thank you for being here. I love you. Have a beautiful day and I'll talk to you soon.